Let's begin. Hello, everyone. I'm cereal lover. I'm fried chicken lover. I'm French fries lover. I'm congee lover. I am ramen lover. Today, we are going to introduce our favorite food. Hope you guys like it. Hello, I'm cereal lover. I like to eat cereal in the morning when I have no idea what I want to have as my breakfast. Before eating breakfast cereals, do you guys want to know the history of cereal? Yes. It origins lie in health sanitariums run in the mid to late 1800s by some familiar names like Dr. John Harvey Kellogg. Kellogg and his peers believed they could improve America's health by changing their diets. They believed that too much meat and too many spices had negative effects, and they preferred whole grains to white bread. Is Dr. John Harvey Kellogg the first one who invented cereals? Not exactly. A dietary reformer named Sylvester Graham invented the Graham cracker in 1827. Another person, James Kellogg Jackson, who didn't allow red meat at his sanitarium, invented a cereal that he named granola in 1863. James Kellogg developed granola or corn flakes in the 1890s. Hmm. Maybe they hadn't imagined their ideas would change the diets in the world. But were they delicious in the beginning? No, they were not sweet, and people had to soak Jackson's granola in milk just to make it edible. Critics called granola "wheat rocks," and Kellogg's versions were not much better. But people wanted them. Cereal was seen as a solution to dyspepsia. Author Abigail Carroll argues, and thinks it didn't have to be cooked. It was a convenient food at a time when an industrial revolution. Means people had less time and less access to kitchen or farm. I think many successful food trends combine science and morality, and the invention of cereal was no exception. On the other hand, in Kellogg's mind, masturbation was a shameful act linked to bad health. Eating cereal would keep Americans from masturbating and desiring sex. Oh, I talk too much. Let me taste it. Wow, it sounds crispy, and it's good for your health. Eating cereal is very convenient and brings many benefits to your body. You must put a packet of cereal in your kitchen cupboard. Times go so fast. It's lunchtime now. Hello, everyone. I'm Chicken Lover. Today, I'm going to tell you guys about my three favorite fried chicken. First, I'm going to introduce Korean Yangyang Chicken. Have you guys ever eaten it before? Oh yes, I have been to Korea, and I'm very impressed with Yangnyeol chicken there. It is quite sweet and spicy. I love it so much. Oh, you're right. The sweet and spicy red sauce is what makes the chicken dish so special, and it often eat with Korean pickled daikon. When you follow the drama. A bite of fried chicken with a bite of daikon is the most enjoyable thing. And then I'm going to introduce about Japanese fried chicken. Does anyone know how to say it in Japanese? Karaage. Bingo. Karaage is a classic dish you can find at any Japanese home. 
It is composed of crunchy, deep-fried pieces of marinated chicken served with squeezes of lemon juice or a side of mayonnaise. Come in bite-sized nuggets. Anyone who has tried this fried chicken can tell you how deliciously addicting it can be. And the last one, I'm going to introduce Taiwanese fried chicken. It is a night market snack from Taiwan, and it has been twice deep-fried. First. In a low temperature oil to cook through, then in high heat oil to add crunch. When it comes out of the fryer, it tosses in a salt and pepper seasoning. I just bought it for my snack. Let me show you how crunchy it is. Oh my god! It sounds super crunchy, and it makes my mouth watering. Yes, and these are my favorite three kinds of fried chicken. If you haven't eaten before, I think you guys must to try it. Okay, it's my turn to share the story of fries with you guys. Have you ever heard about the origin of French fries? Oh, I have heard that they are from Belgium. No, my mom told me that they are invented by French as their name. Well, your mother's was wrong then. Okay, actually. Exactly who invented these golden strips of goodness isn't entirely known.、Huh? Among the various theories, it's generally accepted that French fries were invented by either Belgians or French. But before we get into the birth of fries, we can't forget the actual star of the show: potatoes. Potatoes were first introduced to Europe not through the French or Belgians, but through the Spanish. Potatoes are an ancient crop first cultivated in Peru around 8,000 to 5,000 BC. It wasn't until the 1500s when some Spanish conquistadors discovered the greenness of potatoes and brought it back with them to Spain. Once the potatoes landed in Spain, the vegetable eventually spread across Europe. Now, here's where the fried debacle ignited. Ready, go! On one side. Many people claim French fries originated in Belgium. Back in the 1700s, villagers along the River Meuse would usually eat small fried fish. But when the winter got super cold and froze the river, they would turn to potatoes instead. On the other side, many people from France claim French fries really are French. Some say they were created by street vendors on an old bridge in Paris. There are no right or wrong answers for this. A country lover, I'm so sorry about saying that. It's okay. It's not your fault. I really feel bad about it. I will make it up to you by buying you some tasty food.、Aww. Oh, it's so nice of you. How about some fries? Aha!、Uh-huh, that's an awesome idea. It's time to have some contact. Konyaku no dibanda. What? What are you talking about? Wait, are you going to introduce Jelly? Almost correct. Today I am glad to share with you guys a healthy snack, konjac. Konjac is a plant that manufacturers use to make high-fiber dietary supplements, juices, and flour. It's played a role in traditional Japanese medicine. Oh my God! It sounds disgusting. No, no, no. Let me continue. 
referred to as konyaku in Japanese. Kanjaku are dietary staple in Japan. However, when it was initially introduced about 500 to 800 years ago, it was considered a delicacy and only available to the royal family in Japan. Wow, konjak is a very noble food in the history of Japan. Hey, I have a question. Why did you say that konjak is a healthy snack? Oh, it's a good question. I will answer you. Konjak has several potential health benefits, like debate management, weight management, support healthy cholesterol level, regard bowel movement, and prevent constipation. People looking to improve the health of their skin and also help the body heal with more quickly. Many of these benefits relate to its high content of gluconamides, the storable dietary fiber that naturally occurs in the konjac plant. It's a great. Yummy, yummy. Today I prepare four kinds of different ramen for everyone to taste. Soy sauce ramen, tonkatsu ramen, miso ramen, salt ramen, fried soy sauce ramen, rajohan and kang are to taste. Me! Soy sauce ramen soup is made by using fish and kale to make the soup base and then adding soy sauce and mirin to taste. The soup has a strong flavor and is, is usually served with chasha onion and eggs and it also originated in Tokyo okay and who likes tonkatsu ramen raise your hand I like it tonkatsu ramen is a creamy soup made from pork bone tonkatsu ramen is usually served with a lot of chasha eggs and bamboo shoots Originated from Fukuoka, Kyushu. It was launched by the local roadside style, Senmaru. And now it can be found everywhere in Japan. And my favorite, Takasu Ramen is in Pudo. Then who likes Miso Ramen? Raise your hand. Me, me, me. I like it. Mmm. Miso is a seasoning made from soy spin and salt. It is used in Japanese cuisine, especially in soup and sauces. The soup of miso ramen is orange, boiled with pork bone and vegetable, and seasoned with miso. And the ingredients are usually vegetables. Then, who likes salt ramen? Raise your hand. Well, no one likes to eat salt ramen, then I am going to eat it myself. Bye bye! Bye bye! Bye bye! bye, bye. bye, bye.